Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Stuart Clark, the CEO of Black Dot Solutions, a software company founded in Cambridge, England, with a mission to enable investigative teams to leverage technology to combat terrorism, financial crime, and human trafficking. Hi, Stuart. How are you? Hey, Ari. Great to see you again. I'm good. Thank you. It's a privilege to connect with you again, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and your role at Black Dot Solutions. I actually started my career as an investigator. And when I did investigations, they were very different to what they are today. I remember dealing with hard drives that were about four gigabytes in capacity, which fast forward to today, that just sounds like nothing. But I started my career as an investigator and I was lucky enough to work on a range of financial crime, organized crime, investigations, both criminal and civil. And I did that for a number of years before making the plunge into investigation software. And I've I've basically been in investigative software for the last 10 or 11 years. I spent eight years at Newix where we built a range of legal and investigative technologies. And then a little over two years ago, went back joining a startup. And here I am at Black Dot building, again, what I hope is a bit of a game changer from an investigation standpoint, quite different to the investigations I used to do at the beginning of my career, I would say. How does your software, Viderus, use open source data to help investigators? Yeah, it's a great question. The the concept of open source is is still relatively new, and it's very much an emerging, but I guess rapidly growing market. And really, our our mission is is to help our customers to harness just all of the, the critical insights and intelligence that's available in open source repositories. So we pride ourselves on allowing customers to, to bring in a variety of different sources. As with every industry, it starts somewhere. So a, a lot of people who, who know the open source market, they, they do very manual things. They will manually search a sanctions repository. They'll manually look for adverse news on Google. They will manually look up corporate records. And what we do is we help them do all of that inside of one platform. So we bring together sanctions data, we bring together corporate records, we bring together adverse news, dark web data, um, publicly available social media, risk data, investigative leaks data. And we also allow them to bring any other sources that are of relevance to them and, and bring it all into one place. And then ultimately identify networks and understand networks. And that's really where we see, and I guess we are quite motivated and and our vision is that open source data is a key part that's been missing in the fight against organized crime, economic crime. These crimes are growing in complexity, they're they're growing in, in, in scale and volume. And Ultimately, we think that open source data can help us do an even better job at, at combating some of those crimes that they're global in nature and they're, they are very complex networks. So being able to understand the network that exists in open source data is for us a bit of a, a paradigm shift. And we think that this will ultimately help investigative teams do a much better job at developing intelligence and, and hopefully suppressing these crimes in the future. As CEO, how are you navigating the company's growth? When you hear the term growth, a lot of people immediately think about it's all about revenue, it's all about numbers, and, and that's absolutely important. We've got targets to hit, but 
there's more to our growth than just hitting sales targets. They're ultimately very important. But I think my role as CEO is, is to ensure that, that I enable and empower the team to deliver against our vision and deliver against our mission. And that's a key part of my role. So yes, I'm focused on how we maximize sales, how we maximize our opportunity in the market. But for me, it's also thinking about our people. It's also thinking about our culture. These are, for us, key differentiators. Like It's very hard to steal and copy someone's culture. And if we, if as a team, we're all sufficiently motivated against a particular mission, I think ultimately we can move faster. We're a lot more agile. We're a lot more innovative. And I think those are the things that, for me, are critical when we think about growth. The speed in which businesses move and business and business growth is hard. But I think having a team that is aligned to a mission and having that culture where people feel enabled and empowered, I think allows you to look at what's working now, but challenge what's working now and think, will that work in the future? Do we need to make changes? Do we need to be agile to changes in the market so that we stay relevant? And I think for me, as that's where I see my role is helping people do that. It is enabling people to be innovative, to be agile, to change, to be comfortable changing and to be also comfortable making mistakes because that's how we learn. That's how we get better. So that's a key part of what I do. Obviously the key for us is growth, but it doesn't just come from selling our software. It comes from being innovative. It comes from being aligned to a mission and it comes from being very focused on that mission as well. How do you support organizations in the legal industry? So the legal industry is, I would say, one of the earlier sectors to recognize the importance of this data. And we've been lucky enough to work with some a variety of different legal clients over the years. They are really appreciating that, obviously, one of the key challenges we help people to, to solve is when you're onboarding new customers or when you're looking at a potentially a supply chain, it's important that you know what risk exists with that customer or in that supply chain, for example, and I think that became, particularly the supply chain piece, became very apparent throughout the pandemic, is knowing how deep your supply chain is, knowing who's in it, and, and knowing what the risk is in, inside of that supply chain as well. And that's somewhere we can help. We help the legal industry and other organizations understand people, understand companies, understand their risk, but also, which I think is a key element, if you think about, I'm onboarding you as a customer, Ari, you might have no risk whatsoever, but you have a network of, of individuals and companies around you that you might be quite tightly associated with. Maybe they present some risk. And that's really important to understand what that risk is. And, and, and that's where we help. We, we help people reach into those networks, whether they be company connections, maybe you have a shareholding in a shared company and help understand that network risk. And that's been very effective for, for some of our legal clients, not only in, in helping them understand their risk profile, but also delivering services to their clients as well. What trends are driving the need for more sophisticated investigation tools? The one thing that I said earlier on, this sector is relatively new, but it's growing rapidly. Open source, uh, any open source vendor, uh, open source intelligence vendor and software provider or anyone in this space, uh, they have both the blessing and the curse of their primary data set being the internet. And the internet is unstructured by nature. It's growing rapidly. It's chaos. And because there is more demand to help understand what's the risk associated with a person, what's the risk associated with a company, 
there's a real demand for skills in this space. And in terms of trends going forward, I, I think this is pretty true across most industries. Uh, automation is, is going to be key for us going forward. And when I say automation, automating as, as, many, as much of the collection and as much of the investigative process as possible, but stopping short uh, of making decisions. So I think that's a key trend. And I, I think that will continue to be apparent going forward. Another key trend is, so we've got all this highly valuable data available on the internet. We've got sanctions data, we've got adverse news that tells us an awful lot about people and companies. It's all there publicly available to us. We can use that in isolation, but I see in the future, investigations technologies are going to have to enable investigative teams to bring that open source data alongside internal data. My former company, Newix, very strong, very specialized on emails, documents, internal unstructured data. Here we're talking about external unstructured data, the internet. Bringing those two repositories together, I think ultimately is, is something that investigative tools are going to have to be really on top of going forward because ultimately that's the only way you get a complete picture of what's going on. How are regulators influencing these trends? Yeah, the regulators, they're definitely driving a lot of activity. If I'm honest, I would like them to be a bit quicker on this. There are no regulations today that explicitly say to a bank, for example, you must do an investigation into open source data. There, there isn't anything like that. But there are guidelines, and I think regulation is not too far away. Um, but there are guidelines that saying when you are onboarding customers, when you are onboarding new com uh, new companies or people on onto the banking system, you must take a look at open source data in particular. Identify is there any adverse, negative, or potentially risky activity available in news repositories that might suggest there's some risk here. So they're forcing, softly forcing, particularly banks to think about this. And I think it, it's only a matter of time till this becomes mandated through quite strict regulation because it's increasingly apparent that often just by doing a, a little bit of analysis in open source data, you could make much better decisions about risk. And ultimately, whether you're a bank, a corporation, law enforcement agency, government agency, law firm, understanding risk and controlling risk is critical component of what these organizations are doing and it's only a matter of time i think till regulators start to force a range of different organizations to do more how do you see the investigations technology landscape evolving particularly in light of the enthusiasm for generative ai it's been an interesting 12 months if i'm honest i think investigations technology is evolving probably quicker than it has done for a long time i think the role that AI plays here, we I think we need to be really careful. AI has to be seen as an enabler. And I, I see an awful lot prior to becoming CEO as head of product. And it's very easy to be sucked into, look at what ChatGPT is doing. Look at the value you can get by leveraging large language models. That's all great. And that's wonderful. And I love to see that innovation. But I think it's important, whoever's in charge of investigations technology is don't lose sight of the problems you're trying to solve. Often when there's a groundswell of, of interest or a, a research body, such as some of the generative AI technologies, we get sucked into that and we forget about the problems we're trying to solve. And I think going forward, 
to make best use of emerging technologies like that. We need to be very focused on what's the problems we're trying to solve for our users, whether they be um, legal executives, whether they be analysts, investigators, and then ultimately apply technology to those problems. But I, I think, unfortunately, there is a bit of a trend to get sucked into these technologies and, and, and lose sight of that problem. And sometimes that works, but ultimately the user needs to be leveraging technologies that can make their life easier, help them make better decisions in, in a more faster, timely manner, really. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Stuart Clark, the CEO of Black Dot Solutions, a software company founded in Cambridge, England, with a mission to enable investigative teams to leverage technology to combat terrorism, financial crime, and human trafficking. Stuart, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.